Viewer discretion is advised. All activities performed in-game and are fictitious. Arcade magic is not to be used lightly and by amateurs. <laughs> All magic performed in this show was performed by an expert. Feel free to try this at all. Perception checks. 22. 23. 21. Okay. So you guys all did fairly well and right around the same numbers. As soon as you guys kind of get your bearings on this ship, you notice a few things. First, Pepe is yelling for the ship to, to pull off. Get out. Take, get us out of here. Because you can see a number of blessed angels flying towards the ship. You also notice that the uh, Scarlet Spire is gr glowing, a very ominous red glow, and it's kind of giving it this whole area a very strange scarlet tint. And Does it detect evil? No, I don't think that it would, actually. Okay. Well... And you said ominous. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to... Let me re let me retcon that real quick, actually, and say that it does glow evil, but it's, like, um, overshadowed by, like, holy, it's like good and evil, if that makes any sense. Like somehow it's like divine. About the Moira being the sky. Right, yeah, it's like somehow it's good, it's holy and unholy magic um, working at the same time, which you think is kind of strange. So Leon's there, and as Pepe, you know, turns and starts yelling for the ship to get us out of here, Leon, like, looks at you guys, and he's like, where's the Baron? We got some kind of half-cooked message. They said you were in trouble, and now this whole city's preparing for war. What the hell's going on? Ginny steps up. She's like, um, the Barons mentioned something about you guys looking after were-rats. I, you know, I don't know what the hell is going on, but whatever they did, it pissed off the lizard folk, and they summoned their giants. Well, like T-Rexes? <laughs> Leon's like, no, the, liz the lizard folk worshipped, like, elementals. Uh, they're kind of, they're shamanistic. They worship these elemental personifications of, of natural forces that are, that they can, in times of crisis, have come forth as, like, forces of nature. And you, and, like, as you, like, get done with this, like, short conversation, you guys, like, kind of notice that off in the far distance, it's raining. See a spooky tornado with a ghostly face? Right. And it's, and it's, like... It seems like it's really far off at this point. It's odd, because you... Scarlet! <laughs> so, the ship starts flying away from, the, away from the city. And Leon's like, We better just get the hell out of here before the Lizardmen show up. I don't know how the truce got broken from 20 years ago, but if they're coming for us, we, we don't want to be in the middle of it. Oh, does anybody have sending? Or message? Be like, you Lockgar. Chill out. <laughs> message is zero level bard, zero level sorcerer wizard. Oh, that's just somebody like a hundred feet away. Okay, I, I guess I don't know, never mind. 
No carrier pigeons. Ginny's like, I think that the Baron has already tried to be in contact with the lizard folk. Somehow he, like... A ninth level cleric, or an 11th level sorcerer or wizard. Great. There's got to be a lower level set message, though. For someone that we don't know where they are? Right. A homing message. They are. Yeah, I mean, I'll we'll figure out something for, uh, what's-his-face. We need to save the girl. Yeah, Octosphere Man. Thought she was incredibly important, and... Apparently lizard folk do too. <laughs> trying to get her. So yeah. we should try and uh, locate her the best we can and uh, rescue her from demonic clutches or whatever. Okay, Ginny steps up. She's like, I don't think that we have a better plan. Maybe returning this girl will somehow curb the lizard folk's anger. You said you had like a beacon or something? Yeah, I handed okay. the receiver or locator. She's like, I think that you guys might want to hang on to this, but... Alright, I, I checked the locator. <laughs> okay, um... Eric, you check the locator, and it's a very strange device made out of um, what looks like some kind of compass, but also a gyroscope. It's like if you take the Pirates of the Caribbean super compass and mix it with a bunch of, like, uranium. It's, like, weird and glowing and shit, and it shines a light in the direction that you need to go, and it's pointing over and beyond where the Baron's lands are. Like some Howl's Moving Castle ring shit? Exactly. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Pepe's like, well, we'll get you there in no time, full steam ahead. This fucking, this ship will fly faster than anything and straighter and this is an impervious, invincible flying machine. It could never be stopped by no man, no beast, no magic, nothing. It's awesome. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, and... Davenport gives you, like, a nod as you guys, like, start getting into different positions around the ship. There's a couple other villagers who are helping, like, man the different positions on the boat. Uh, you see Davenport's cousin, Futon, and his other brother, Loveseat, and, uh, his... Alright, now you're just... Now I'm just thinking about that Rick and Morty episode where they're ordering... They're all couch people? Ooh. Like a large people? <laughs> Electric kids on the side. But yeah, so there's a bunch of like different different couches and things moving around <laughs> operating this boat. <laughs> and you guys start flying over the, the Baron's Baron. And as you guys get farther away from the Scarlet Spire, the, the ominous glowing of the spire itself dims. But the rain gets more intense. And as you guys look over the spider forest towards where you know that the like the lizard folks like homeland is you can see what looks like the wind is really like blowing water's dropping down you can hear every once in a while a crack like the earth is shattering underneath the feet of these figures that you can see in the storm and they are hundreds of feet tall humanoid forms amorphous humanoid forms that are just made up of gusts of wind and rain and earth and they're just like stomping over and around this forest towards the spiral. Good thing there isn't a flame elemental. And you guys are like coasting, uh, coasting like parallel to this scene, following mm -hmm. the light. And you guys get over the lake. And just as you like cross the beach and are starting to coast over the water of the lake, you guys hear a explosion come from the top of the Scarlet Spire, and oh, a huge form rises out of it. It's it's a giant red phantom of birds and fire that just explodes with divine and arcane energy. And Eric, you are like, you are oh weirdly... Like, turned on? Yeah, you are weirdly turned on by how this thing like <laughs> is just... <laughs> divine energy and you real like you're looking at it and like with your naked eye you can sense that it's not made up of just like the powers of one divine god it's made up of the powers of multiple it's divinity itself and Suzanne as you like stare at this thing it becomes oddly reminiscent for some reason and then you like look it in in where you think would be its eyes and you recognize the raven it, this, like, giant shroud of divine power starts flying towards the thunderstorm, and you see the figures in it 
crash into the Scarlet Shroud and they begin battling and fucking there's just earthquakes start rumbling around and the sky is over, you know, the ship gets blown with a gu- huge gust of wind. Make some balance checks as this gust of wind comes fucking rocketing past the ship and you guys are like, the whole thing tips. But he's like, oh, hold on, guys. I got a 16. 14. Did I just add three? Yeah, make a make reflex saves or balance checks, whichever one's better. Oh, reflex save twenty uh, twenty one. Seventeen. Thirty one. Okay, you guys. Wait, is that a six? <laughs> the ship is rocked violently to the side. Everyone falls out, guys. You it just begins to like the side <laughs> of it and the railing start to like brush the water and the waves that are blown with it, and you guys, but you guys are able to hold on as the ship is like rocketed up. And you guys, you guys are able to see over the crest of this waves the other side of the lake where there's this set of old ruins that look like they've been rebuilt and rehabilitated into what serves now as a serviceable mining town. It's shrouded in mist because of the storm and its close proximity to the lake. But because you guys are up in the air now, you are able to see it, and it's not too far off. As you guys, like, start getting closer and closer, a fucking horrible smell starts coming from the engine of the airship. And Pepe's like, oh god, hold on! And he's able to just barely coast it into the rocky cliff, and it starts scraping along the bottoms of the ship. Um, oh god! Oh lord, help us! And uh, it grinds to a halt. After a minute, after you guys like regain your balance, Leon, Pepe, Ginny, and Davenport, they all get up and they, you know, you guys go and survey the damage to the ship. Pe- Pepe's like, oh man, I'm gonna need at least two, three hands. Uh, maybe got a fourth pair of hands. We'll get this bad boy up and running again. This ain't good. I don't know what we're gonna do. Even I don't even really know where we is. And Leon's like, what? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> What? what? What exactly was that, dude? What? I'm sorry. Um, but... And Ginny's and like, it looks like it's quite a lot of damage, so I think that we're going to need at least me and Davenport, maybe even Leon, to stay here and uh, help Pepe. I don't know if you guys want to want extra hands following this signal. I think we'll be okay. As far, for now, at least, the airship's run aground. You guys can tell that you are significantly closer to where yeah. where you believe that you need to be. Because the, it's binging faster. Yeah, it's binging. Fa- it's glowing more strongly. You know, it's, it's gone from boom, boom, to like boom, 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 right. boom, boom. Exactly. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Spot on. Um, <laughs> it's like in a car when you don't put your seatbelt, and then and then it keeps freaking out, and then it eventually starts really freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that you guys start making your way towards the in, st- towards and into this mining town following the beam of light. Yeah. And it's like starting to point you up the mountain, like point up in an upward direction. As you guys survey, as you guys like get into this town, you guys smell like the smoky smell of campfires and cooking foods coming from a nearby inn. This town doesn't seem like it's got too many travelers as most of the people and most of the inhabitants in it give you the side eye as you start walking through. You guys you guys gonna stop to talk to anybody or look around town or are you just gonna like straight follow this beam of light? Just follow the beam, beam of light, man. Okay. Also, do we heal at all? I don't think so. I mean, unless we've been on the ship for eight plus hours. Uh, mm, I'm gonna go with you guys maybe had a two hour flight okay maybe like a f- hour of flying out of the t- out of the city and explaining what's going on to your compatriots it's got a short rest right <laughs> what does that mean that's fifth edition oh. yeah can i use a cure serious wounds for my earrings of spell storing yes cool i'm gonna do that much hps much hps it's a little worrisome for me so you guys, so you guys beeline it through this mining town, and so there's some people who are giving you like a side eye. And as you guys like look around this place a little bit better, you can see like old ruins of like automaton-esque machinery. There's like a a lift system for going up the mountain, and it's an aerial tram, not a gondola system. Whatever that means. It's important. And it, gondolas go around and around like ski lifts. But aerial trams go back and forth with two different carts going like 
one one's oh, heading right, up right. and one's heading down, and then they hit the the end of the track, and then one heads up, one head, heads down. It's compared to a gondola, which is constantly going around. All right. It's got an aerial tram. So saying we're gonna have to fight between Not two of the aerial trams at some point. I didn't say that out loud yet. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys make your way over to this to this tram system, and it looks like this is like how the miners get up into the mountain. And you can see, like, a, uh, a set of mine carts that are, like, a little bit cruder built. You think that it was, like, built more recently instead of by, in ancient times by the automatons long since past. Nobody remembers Once them. Once upon a time. 20 years ago. Nobody remembers anything from 20 right. years ago. Nobody can remember it. And, and you guys, but you guys do see some, like, modernly made crude... Uh, minecart-esque, like, Minecraft-style minecart. Mm-hmm. It go- also goes up the mountain at the same, like... Now it's it, it goes up significantly faster because it's just bringing, like, tools and, you know, hauling out dirt and shit. You know what I mean? All that fun stuff. Right. And you guys go over and, um, and you know, it's, of course, pointing you towards the tramway ticket booth, mm-hmm. which leads you... So we got a directional arrow, too? Yeah, you guys get, like, a little <laughs> directional arrow that, like, points you directly towards, like, the ticket booth of the aerial tram. Gotta go here to get to there. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that makes no sense at all. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and there's a bunch of, like, big burly guards. Maybe, like, some, like, human thugs. No, let's go with hobgoblins. This is, like, a hobgoblin mine. Ooh. I like that. Hobgoblin Mining Town is, it has like a classic ticket booth with like just the money slot behind the steel bar yeah. cage. A dude in like a with a bow tie and a suit with a fucking conductor's hat on the top of his mm. head. What floor are you going to? <laughs> yeah, what, what stop? There's only one, the top. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. Would you like a ticket? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I got the best deals anywhere. <laughs> Some people call this trash. I call it treasure. <laughs> he opens up the uh, the menu and you're able to purchase tickets from him. They're five silver pieces a piece. I don't know. I just don't. These guys, it's a miner's mine tram. I don't think it should even cost anything. Mm. Maybe it's free for miners and like more expensive for travelers. Or two visitors. Yeah. So you guys go and line up on the, you know, the platform to get onto the tram and a bunch of these miners get off and a few of them look at you sideways. What are you doing here? What are you guys doing? <laughs> but no, it's just you three who get back on, get onto this aerial tram, conveniently for me. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's Saturday. It's the Miner's Day off, or maybe it's late enough in the day that they're like all getting off work. Something right, like yeah. that. Yeah, the five o'clock bell rang. Right, and it's like raining outside too, so it's like kind of dim. It's kind of gloomy out, and you guys take this, start taking this tram up to the top of the mountain. Tram mountain. This all sound good so far? Yeah. All sounds good. Okay. A little bit more description into this tram. It's um, an aerial tram, which, as we all know, means that it has uh, probably one to three wires which are supporting and suspending a third wire, which actually, like, pushes the cart. And it's all done by magic. So, yeah, deal with it. Magic. It's about 50 feet up in the air, and pretty quickly as you guys start rising up the mountain. It uh, gets pretty snowy, and the storm turns from a rainstorm into a hailstorm into a snowstorm. Ooh. The Hanging from the wire are aerial trams, not lift carts or cable cars. Um, able to fit five to ten people maximum. The carts travel up and down the mountain carrying people to the higher altitudes. Below them is a series of mine carts locked together and pushing, pushed up the mountain by an automatic track. Moving quickly uh, to fill the void of tools, hay, food, wood, and whatever supplies the miners might need. So, you guys are going up this aerial tram. It's a little snowy outside. It's pretty boring. You guys have enough time to rest and get your hit points back. Whatever ones you didn't get back from, you know, before, on top of those. So, if you guys want to get back, like, I don't know how much. Did you guys even lose hit points? Uh, I got 14 out of 58. Jesus, creasers. Yeah, I got, I got like eight, 30 out of 47. Got stomped on. Um, Alright, yeah, well, I guess that, like, that's your your problem. 
I mean, yeah. I can heal myself some. Do we heal any from time past? Uh, higher look good for you. Hi. No, this is not a magical healing tramp. <laughs> Sadly. It could have been. It really could have been. <laughs> There's a 50-50 chance it was, though. So. Alright, well, I'm going to cure light wounds myself. Yeah, that's probably wise. You guys eat a little snack? <sighs> yeah, hard tag. tag. <laughs> a little hard tag. You know all my life. Yeah, I got a spell now. I can cure light wounds. <laughs> I'm gonna use my cure light wounds. Uh, what is it? One d eight plus. I got plus something. four. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's one. I'll fix that. Oh wait, it's a 11. plus something. I'm um, just gonna give myself seventeen. One d eight plus nine. Don't do that. Max it out. Wait, you what, know the rules. <laughs> wait, what do we add to our? All right, I got a hundred health back. You're supposed to add plus one because you have the healing domain. To just in general plus yeah. one. Oh, okay. and so it's half of your uh, spellcaster level. I actually got way right. more than I said. Plus, well, spell is useless. So, so I got plus four. I got a Terrible spell. Yeah, you I carry serious wounds. You always round up as the DM, and you always round down as the players. Fuck the players. The house <laughs> always wins. Yeah. So, you guys uh, make your way, and you guys are like, is it the walk through town and the, the airship ride? are all kind of, like, tense, and, like, you guys yeah. feel kind of rushed. And when you get into this tram, there's, like, elevator music. It's very slow. You guys are, like, kind of forced to sit down, and it's, like, sitting in this hailstorm as you guys uh, ride these aerial trams up towards the top of the mountain. And why don't you guys make some perception checks as you guys are, like, waiting for this tram to get to the top. I don't perceive well. Uh, 24. 20. Okay. 10. Um... I don't perceive. <laughs> Suzanne, you're like laying down, like trying to get a quick, quick, uh, quick bit of sleep in, maybe get a spell back, and so you're not like looking out the window. But Claudio and Crump, you guys are looking out the windows when Claudio, you're looking at the up the mountain, up through the storm, like checking out the wind and the snow as it blows past. When finally the other tram cart appears out of the distance. And you take a double take as it, like, appears strangely bulbous and undulating and moving. And you can see, like, like weird swinging things on the side of it. You know, or you're like, yo, Crunk, what's up with this tram, dog? Yeah, that's not what your character sounds like, but, um, <laughs> Crunk, Crunk. See what's going on with this? Uh, what's happening here? Um, I don't get this. And, and you guys, and you got, and, like, Aelin kind of, like, sits up. And, Crunk, you look over out the window at it, and, like, you two, as this thing gets closer to you, you're able to recognize that this this other tram is loaded to the brim with were-rats. There's were-rats hanging off of each one of the windows. There's were-rats on the top. Were-rats swing from the bottom. It's like in um, those, like, in, you ever seen it, like, a pictures of the buses where they have, like, 50 people on it? Yeah. It's like that. And you can see the whole thing is like swaying and pulling the tram cart down a little bit. Does anybody here in the tram have knowledge of the mechanics of how these run? I mean, there's like, balloons, say, right? Is it just us or like Pepe and all them come with us too? Do you think the balloons are you too could, durable for me to just shoot them? Pepe might know how this works and you could even contact him right now. All right, I'm going to... Yo, Pepe! Uh, are... Say uh, I cut the other tram, would that knock us down too? And he's like, cut the other tram? What What do you mean? Uh, no, there, it's an aerial track. They're both on the same thing. You should be fine, I think. Um, but why would you want to do... <sighs> Hold on, we got we got somebody come up to the ship. We got where it's inbound? I might cut it. <laughs> you hear back through the other side of the, the speaker. We're, we're being attacked, oh God. You hear jinning through the through the intercom. Get your head down, and then it's just nothing after that. And you're like, oh god, who? Like you're like looking at you start looking around this tram cart to like figure out how to make it stop or whatever. And the inside of it has is just completely surrounded except for where the door is with seats. And there's like bars that run the top so you can like hold on to while the thing's riding. And there's a hatch on the top that you can climb out of. Rob, you had a question. You wanted to do something. Sorry. No, never mind. Did that pretty much sum up what you wanted to do? No? 
Yeah, yeah it re I, more information has changed things. Okay. And you guys see this 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 bus of were-rats coming down at you, and they're maybe 50 yards up the mountain from you guys. And you guys feel a lurch in the tram cart, and it stops. And you see the were and you can hear them now, and they're like, ah, I'm gonna get you! And they're like, you know, screaming and like gnashing, and they're like, what the f- why did it stop? <laughs> no, we need to get farther up! Make some perception checks. Ooh, that one. I got a nine. Twenty-two. One day I'll remember what I had. Nineteen. Okay. Eric, when your tram stops, it lurches a little bit as you're, like, looking up at the ceiling and you, like, stumble so that all you can see is the top of the cart. Suzanne, you're able to, like, look at these this were-rat bus that's far, far away from you, and you notice that some of the ones who are, like, really want to get to you start climbing the wires of the of the track towards you guys and there's like one wire above and one wire below them so they're like able to start shimming towards you yeah um, one at a time and they like a whole series of them start filing off of this wear at bus towards you guys can i just light them all on fire <laughs> um, does alan make us alert of this oh yeah yeah I'm gonna... i get out my sling <laughs> i'm gonna just shoot him point time rob you notice on the back of your tram cart you hear a Click, 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 and you see a rope grappling hook. and a grappling hook attaches to the back of your cart. You like look, you look out the window, and in the train and in the mine carts below, you see a number of were rats wearing gas masks starting to oh, climb wow. out of the tram carts and swinging up towards your cart. You should wait till they get real high and then cut it. <laughs> Sounds about right. Well, you have to get on top of the tram cart to do that. Get on top of the tram cart. Okay. Hey guys, it's me, Gabe, your DM, your host, and your early riser. You don't have to get up if you never went to bed. Quick word from our sponsors. This week is brought to you guys by Empire Juice. Do you crave ignorance? Do you aspire for obedience? Are you a fan of subservience? Try Empire Juice. Now with extra capitalism. Real quick shout out in the RL uh, to Future James for allowing us to use his song, Pure Imagination. Thank you, Future James. Another real quick shout out in the RL goes to Hit Dice Podcast. Um, these guys are super professional, super clean. They have great production values in their show as well as awesome screenwriting. And just everything goes well. It's an actual play D&D podcast, and I highly suggest looking it up. You can find a link to them on the link for this episode that I'm going to post. So if you're interested, please, please, please give them a like, give them a share, as well as giving us a like. Give us a share. Help us out. Tell your friends. This is INC D&D Podcast. It's never cloudy in Dungeons & Dragons. Thanks for listening. If we hear a humming, it's because we touched the button. I touched it. <laughs> Suzanne might have touched it, and touched then I definitely button. touched it. To make sure. <laughs> I don't want to leave the air. I just gotta touch the button. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I touched the button. You touched the button. Okay, so uh, Eric's on his feet. Rob's looking out the window. Suzanne's laying on, just sat up on one of the couches in, in the aerial tram. Not a gun. And <laughs> not a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. I, I specifically did research about this. I'm gonna fucking use the right thing. I'm on top of the sky. Okay, elevator. So let's go from go from you guys noticing all of this happening, and let's roll initiative to see what's where we're gonna go from there. Oh, initiate one. Seven. Land. Nine. I need some dice, Rob. It's been too long. Three. Eight. So eight. I suck balls. Seven, eight, and nine. <laughs> wow. The rats go first. The rats. Holy crap. The rats go last. I got a one. Nice. Um, <laughs> so right now, you know that there's a grappling hook on the back of the tram and a number of were rats from the rat bus climbing their way towards you guys. And you think that it'll probably take the rats three rounds to get to you. From the ground or from the... From the, the tram. Okay. Where they are. We'll start. Why don't we just go around the table starting with Eric? Because you guys all did pretty poorly. 
Alright. Yeah. <laughs> um, but not as poor as these rats. I'm going to climb up on top of the tram. Okay, so you go to try to open the tram hatch. Yes. Make a mechanical listen check. Intelligence? <laughs> uh, yes! Um, wis- wisdom? Mechanical wisdom. Uh, I mean, I'm cool with wisdom. Okay, yeah, go with wisdom. Uh, seven. Um, you go to go to mess with the hatch, and you, like, tr- tr- pull down on the thing and, like, can't figure out. It's just, like, banging on the lock switch. Can't figure it out. And you are, like, just barely able to reach it, Eric. You're, like, you're six foot something, right? Oh, like six one or two right. or something. So you were just barely able, but you're not able to figure out how the hatch opens. Rough. Rob. I mean, I guess I'll try and use an open lock. Okay, so you're <laughs> going to go over to the hatch, and you're like, get out of the way, I could do this. Yeah. Make a open lock check on it. All right, I got a... You're a rogue. You should be smart. 27. Okay, so you've never seen any kind of device like this, but... With a little bit of funny work, you're able to, like, pull down and then twist the lever and then push it in, and the hatch pops open. Mm-hmm. Suzanne? I'm going to light them on fire. Um, I, I can't do fireball, right? Because that, that's a rolling one. Wait, you have fireball? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you don't have to aim. You just... Wait, can I set off a fireball in their, in their tram? In their bus? Yeah. You can totally try to shoot a fireball at them. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Okay. That seems like a good thing um, to do. Real quick, real quick, Suzanne. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna suggest that you like climb on Get top out. of the tram yeah, or open yeah. a window of the tram, okay. or else you're gonna blow yourselves up. Um, <laughs> I'm open. Can I? Yeah, I'll stay in the tram and open the window. Okay, make an open window check. What am I adding? I don't know. Open the window. <laughs> fucking no. Wisdom. Add open window Wisdom. check. I got a nine. You go over the window and it's like one of those old ones that are, like, in old houses, and it's fucking, like, stuck, and you can't get it to open. <laughs> Can I climb on top of the tram? <laughs> Can I say, fuck this window and climb on top of the tram? All right, higher low. Uh, hi. You are able to make your way to, and, like, start climbing up Eric so that you can, like, <laughs> just get your hands, like, into the thing. I'll um, give her a boost. All right, yeah, 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 okay. Woo! Between the two of you, you are able, you're able to go over the window and be like, ah, this fucking stupid window won't open. And you're like Fuck just crawling up on top of on top of the tram. Okay. As you see a pair of were rats. One of them's already just up on top, and the other one's just like you are climbing on top of the tram. Oh hell tram. no. And uh, it's the were rats turn. The ones climb up on top of the tram, they menace at you. Suzanne. Argh. The other the other rats get closer on the tram. They like swing their swords or Whatever at you, they gnash at you. They howl. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Yeah, it's, they squeak at you. Eric, um, I will climb up on top of the tram. Okay, make a climb check. Wait, can I make a controlled jump check? Yes. All right, I'm gonna control my jump. You gonna take me with you? Cause I'm like on top of you, right? You, no, you are like up on, on your top. hands and knees on top. Oh, of okay, okay. You're good. Um, I got a. You used Eric to help climb up over. Gotcha. I got a 31. Claudio, the step stool. Thanks, babe. <laughs> 31. Eric, you just, like, rocket straight up into the air and, like, land directly in front of this were-rat. And he would probably get an attack of opportunity against you, but it's cool. And he's going to be, like, kind of impressed and say, Whoa. Um, you just got to believe. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the might of Palo will come crashing down on you. Um, <laughs> And this, this were-rat is fucking surprised. And you notice that he's got, like, a, a mask on that if you lived in the 21st century, you'd know that it was a gas mask. But it's some kind of, like, full-face tube with a tube mouth with a breathing Should apparatus. Really They're scaven. I mean, were-rats. Right. Rob. <laughs> yes. It's your go, babe. I mean, can I, the windows are open, correct? I can shoot out the windows at them. Um, you can go and try to climb, open a window, and then shoot out of it. All right, well, let's do that then. Okay, go. you go over the window, make an open window check. Two. You also failed to open the window. <laughs> you want to, you want to doing real good finish right opening now. the window, or you want to try to start climbing out of the out of the top? Start climbing out of the top. Make a climb check? Yeah. Well, no, you start, you can just, like, get there, and 
on your next okay. turn it'll be like half the check, but you like okay because you already tried to open the window, you can't okay quite quite climb out kind of thing. All right, but where rats get closer, the two on top, a third one clambers up on top of the cart as well, and it's like it's a little slippery up here because of how you know the weather is and the wind's blowing, and it's fucking cold is the other thing. It's pretty damn cold. Fucking um, cold. The first one is going to dart forward and then to your left, Eric, and make a sense motive check. Uh, okay. Thirteen. You take the bait as he tries to feign to the left and you take an easy swing at him, but he knew that you were coming and he dodges right underneath it and tosses a grenade into the tram and the tram starts filling with gas. The other one is going to dodge forward at you, Eric. Make another sense motive check. Uh, 26. Okay. You see, this is, it's the exact same move except to the other side. And instead of just swinging straight down, you angle it slightly and you get a free attack of opportunity. Smack him. Smack him. Real good. Real good. Um, the 29 hit? Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so take 16 regular, one holy. Okay. You smash him right in the face, and his mask cracks, and there's just, like, blood pouring down his face, and it's, like, matting his fur, but he's still up, and the gas grenade, like, rolls past you, and you all get a little whiff of it before it drops into the thing. Suzanne, Eric, and the were-rat whose mask is broken are gonna make fortitude saves. Rob, you don't even get a save. No save? 21. 14 saves. Uh, 17. Why don't, why don't I get saved? Because you're enveloped in gas. That's fair. There's no That's way fair. that you can, like, hold your breath and, like... Yo, can I just quick dip off, just, just quick, quick just pull myself up out of the thing? Just open the window. Out of the top? Smash um, the just, window. Just more of a reflex save. Pull myself up out. Okay, I'll give you a reflex. All right. It's still going to do some other shit, but I'll give you a reflex. For All right, you're 28. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Suzanne, Eric, what you guys get on your fortitudes? 17. 21. Okay. You guys both make your fortitude saves as this gas, as you like get just a little whiff of this gas. Eric, you're going to lose one constitution. And Suzanne, you also lose one constitution. Death gas. Rob, you get a mouthful of it. And you're going to lose. What that's going to do is it lowers your constitution by one point, which makes your 14 go to a 13. So every point that you get for that, for being a higher level, permanent? no, no. Oh, okay. So every level you have, it's you're gonna take that many hit points in damage, okay. because you don't get that bonus from your constitution. Yeah, it lowers your, does it lower max. your max? Yes. So if I'm more than six below my max, would I not lose actual health points? Your total drops, and that point goes that that point where it was at goes down with it. So, so you lose six health points and you lose six total health. So my points. forty-seven out of fifty-eight is gonna become a forty-one out of fifty-two. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Rob, you're going to take three points of constitution, and your reflex save pulls you out of the gas fast enough, and you're, like, just scrambling up on your turn. I'm sorry, Eric, I'm skipping your turn real quick. Okay. Your, your vision kind of blurs while this ha- happens. Yeah. Make a perception check. And why don't, you, why don't Eric and Suzanne, uh, why don't you two make perception checks as right, well? Yeah, 23. 11. More than a third of my Okay, so you guys breathe this gas in, and you recognize it in its like, in in some kind of like fast in the back. You're like some sort of flavor, right? The memory smell, and you're reminded of Balakard's shop, and one of the fucking weird gases that he was using to synthesize the serum for the green goo. Aelin, you feel your arcane self being pulled closer. It's weird. This is like the first time that any of you have like done anything that's like related to this the green drug or the green slime, or encounter like done it at all. Alien, you have like weird flashbacks, and like for a moment you can like sense your old self and your ability to shift, and you like begin to sh- change almost, and then the. The, you, like, breathe out, and you're back to your normal senses, and you're back to Aelin. And it's and the person who you were changing into is not who you are now. You don't 
think that that's what you want at all. But you can see how it's like, it's addictive. You feel the power and you can feel the, the change and the ability to do what you want and become what you want. Claudio, when you breathe this gas in, you feel a rush of divine power like you've never felt before. And it's strange. It's like this dark energy that you are, that you've been afraid to like look into your entire career as a paladin and it suddenly envelops you and you don't, you don't like become evil and you don't like get a darker sense of yourself, but you do. So I'm just like Luke seeing myself as Vader. Yeah. You get, you get a, <laughs> you get a sense of like the person who you could be if you went down the dark side to the dark side. Dark and, and crunk. When you breathe this gas in, though, you get you get way more than either of these two, and yeah. you can't control what's happening, and you start turning into a were rat. Okay, Claudio, it's your turn. Um, um, you see Crunk's hands start to turn into paws with claws, as whiskers begin popping out of his snake, which was his once his face. All right. Well, as I go to knock these were rats off the uh, sky tram. <laughs> <laughs> Send out a little prayer to Paylor. I hope uh, Crunk knows what he's doing. <laughs> um, so are both the uh, were-rats like diagonal of me? Yes. Okay. Um, One tried to get into a flanking position with the other and failed. Alright, I'm going to do my first attack against the one I haven't hit and my second attack against the one I already did hit. So, who's number one? Does a 17 hit? Yes. All right. And does a 13 hit? No. Okay. So I get the first where we're at. Is this the one with the damaged mask? No, this is the other one. Okay. I'm going to hit him for 21. Okay. Five of which is holy. You swing down to your left to smash the one, and then back swing over in a huge arc and just smash the other one in the back of the head, and, it, and you see his, like, he falls down in his mask smashes on the fucking top of the tram and he gets a big mouthful of this gas and the first one when he got when he breathed in some of this he kind of like just shook it off you saw him like his cheeks bubbled up as he held his as he held his breath to avoid it this other one he t draws in a big fucking breath as he like hits the ground and the wind's knocked out of him and he just starts screaming and writhing on the ground and he like rolls and falls off of the tram and into oh, the dark, and into the snow, snowy mist below. The one bites the dust. <laughs> Crunk, uh, you're beginning to transform into a were rat. You can try to resist doing this if you want. This is this is the this is one of those things. You can actually resist doing this. You, yeah. It does not have to happen. We'll save. Right, you know what? I'm just gonna let it happen. You hear a little voice in your head. Time to shine, baby. <laughs> I don't want to kill Crunk, though. <laughs> <laughs> you let it happen. Excellent. Make a will save, uh, Crunk. But give yourself advantage on it, because you are going with the flow instead of trying to resist this. All right. Well, I got a 19. Okay. You begin this transformation process, and it it's going to take you the rest of the round and the round after to finish this mm -hmm. process. Um, but you are going to be partially in control. Of your okay. character, um, the I'm the the rat vermin is going to be taking the wheel on this one. Yeah, but you are going to be conscious, and you're going to also be able to make will saves and other things to direct your guy. Okay, interesting. Um, Suzanne, I'm gonna try to shoot a fireball at their uh, their tram. Okay. It's fireball. You say it goes here. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't have to roll a d20? No. I thought I did. That's Scorching Ray. No, you just roll damage. Uh, all right. I'm going to shoot a fireball in the inside. Wait, there are a bunch of them in it, right? Where, where like, am I? So it's anywhere you have direct line of sight to. Right. With that being said, I think that it should be, maybe she should still make an attack roll based on it being windy. She's on top of a cart that's, that is shaking in the wind. It's slippery. And she invisibility is low because of the snowstorm. Do you think that that's fair to be like high or low? Or good for you. You hit or you don't. Oh, that's not how the spells work. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how. That's not how this game's played. That's not how the rules work, Gabe. 
You can't change the rules mid-game, Gabe! Eric's looking up the Making rules. Making me rules lawyer. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Here, I gotta say, before you, before you delve it. into this book, Suzanne, high or low for you, this, the thing high. goes right where you want. Alright, I got a four on a d4. You, it, it hits. Okay. Go for it. I'm, I'm just, I'm not gonna deal with you, with, with the rule, with the rule lawyer. two more. Because it's a real thing. And deal him a poop ton of damage. Not really. I haven't rolled that well. 20. And I don't add anything. So 20 for 20. A lot of were rats just fall off of this tram. The ones on the outside that are like hanging on, like swinging swords <laughs> and are like trying to get on the top, like half of them are still clambering to get real footholds. And they like go to dive to get out of the way of this and they just fall into the snow below. Um, <laughs> you maybe get five or six of them. Um, the rest are badly burned. Some of them managed to like take cover behind the fucking trams, like holster, rope holster thing. So it's you only need to roll to hit if you're going through a narrow slit or opening, like a keyhole or like you know okay. a narrow opening in the wall. Right. So and she just wanted to hit the outside, so she yeah. got the outside of it because you're trying. You're shooting a right. bead. Fair in enough. the direction you point. Okay, yeah. The outside of the tram is engulfed in flames. Where rats rain down into Straight the snow below. Um, and I got a 20 on <laughs> Okay, Suzanne, with this fireball, you're able to see that the, the, um, the holster that's connecting this other tram to the um, magical railway that, that's above it. It seems like it's weakening, and the tram, like, dangerously sways and bows down. Oh, okay. And some of the were rats are like, oh shit, and they start like pushing each other to get onto the rope to start getting at you guys. And this is all the same day, right? And good, the first were rats that were on the rope jump onto the cart. They're, they... Takes an opportunity? Hold on. First one, the first one who's swinging his sword, he watches you shoot this, this ball of fire, Aelin. Mm -hmm. He's like, you bastard! He jumps towards your cart, hits the side, and Falls all the way down into the snow. I got yeah, how far away <laughs> these trams? Or how far away is the rope from the tram? Um, I imagine that the aerial trams are at least fifteen feet apart from one another. So they're like climbing down and like swinging around till they get enough momentum to whip onto the car. <laughs> right. I mean, they're were rats. They got like jumping bonuses. This is like Prince of Persia, you know, like Assassin's Creed. Yeah, you know, shit. God of War guys jumping from things to get to you yeah. weirdly. Yeah, it's great. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Just deal with it. It's video games. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the, the second one, though, uh, oh my god. He he managed to, to grab the side of the tram, and he's like oh starting to pull himself up, but he's not on the tram yet. Takes opportunity. Um, may, maybe for Aelin, but she just oh. shot a fireball. Let's okay. Step on his fingers. Knock him down. Wow. Can I kick him in the face? And hold on. And another were rat climbs up from the grappling hook rope. Cut that. So <laughs> there's one one rat with a broken mask, gas pouring out of the, the top of the tram, one rat climbing on the front, one rat climbing on the back, and one rat transforming in the middle. Name's Carl. Am I near gas at all? Uh, no, it's just like, it's just a plume pouring out of okay. like the top of just the thing. It. So you guys are able to like, as long as you're not like jumping through it or over it. Well, there's nobody in the tram, right? Right. But close the door. <laughs> close the door. I'm not going over there. <laughs> just Claudio, saying. it's your turn. We should throw all the right. wear rats in there. So I still got the one diagonal of me. And then how far away are the ones that just got on? One would be behind... The one that's kind of diagonal-ish, like forward, it's a comparison to diagonal, so you have to like run through his attack space. And then the other one would be behind, uh, or excuse me, in front of Aelin, because she's got her back to you, and five feet away. So she, the other one's like 15 feet away, assuming this tram's like 25-foot tram. That's huge. Jesus Christ, that's too big. Um, yeah, yeah, I was measuring yeah, like but, 15, 20. Yeah, they're all, yeah, it's about 15 feet. That sounds about right. So they're all within movement and attack distance. But this thing is slippery, so I'm, like, I'm guessing that you're at like half speed. But all of them are within range. All right, well, I guess I'm just going to attack the one I already injured. Okay. 31 hits. 
Yes. <laughs> and he takes 18, 6 solid. Okay. You swing low and hit him in, in the knee, and he hits the slippery deck of the uh, tram and skitters off of the edge. Um, <laughs> so now there's just... Um, so now it's Vermin's turn. Vermin, you continue to transform. Yep. Do your rat thing. Aleph. Yes. It's your go. There's a rat in front of you trying to climb onto the tram. I'm gonna, like... Stomp his fingers? Stomp his fingers. Stomp his fingers. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, make a stomp finger check. Uh, what do I have? Uh, attack and strength? Yeah, dexterity maybe? Three and three, so I had six. Okay, 17. 17. Yeah, you're able to stomp his fingers. Is he able to hold on? Make a... Uh, damage. Man. Yeah, roll, some, roll a d6 for damage. Dig his he- your heel right into his <laughs> Yeah, you... Um, <laughs> you're able to, like, stomp down hard on his hand, and he's he's only able to hold on with one arm, and he's, like, dangling off the thing, and you can see the terror in his eyes as he's, like, clearly holding on for dear life. But he doesn't fall. <clears throat> and it's the were-rats. At this point, the trams start moving closer again. And you hear the as the two trams move, start moving, and you guys start moving up the mountain once more. The were rat, two two more were rats are going to jump, try to jump onto the thing. One lands next to you, Aelin, making a tag of opportunity, and the other one also lands next to you, Aelin. Um, yeah, you can make like a kick check. Okay. I didn't do that. Okay, you like you weakly <laughs> kick at him, and it like scratches his back a little bit. It feels better. <laughs> <laughs> that one tight muscle is gone now. You really fixed him up. I'm, I'm so happy. I can um, One more were-rat with a mask climbs onto the front. And you guys don't see any more were-rats moving, moving up the grappling hook rope anymore. Yeah, because the tram's are moving. <laughs> um, and the one were-rat's going to try to climb up and not manage to do it, but he doesn't fall down. He just gets barely still holding on for dear life. Oh, God. There's one who... Is there one on the, on the tram still? Yeah, there's a... Uh, yeah, one of the gas mask ones. Okay. It's already up. Gas mask is going from to... From the ground. Um, <clears throat> gas... This gas mask is going to reach into his belt pouch, pull out a vial, and whip it at the top of the tram where the gas is pouring out. And it... Sh- and... Hold on. And use force push to push it up. <laughs> you, yeah, make a reflex save, Eric. Oh, okay. To try to, to try to, as you like, see this vial and it's labeled alchemist fire, <laughs> and you're like, oh no, uh, oh net twenty. Ooh. Ooh, you you slap it down as it's like about to hit the edge of the hatch and like explode, causing presumably this entire cart to catch fire and blow up. And you slap it down onto the roof before it gets there. And it bursts into flames around your feet instead. Woo. Take three points of fire damage as your boots are on fire. But you manage to keep the entire cart from exploding. Man, yeah. they're magical boots if they catch. <laughs> no longer boots of jumping. Just boots of fire. What kind of boots are they? Boots of jumping. I, I'd like to imagine them as Uggs. <laughs> They're like the real furry Yeah, kind. the furry, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the ones that girls in high school wear. Yeah. I'm imagining the boots from Samurai Jack when he's, yeah, funny. When he's got the inflatable <laughs> shoes yeah. and he's jumping everywhere. You, you can imagine that. I'm sticking with looks. <laughs> do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, I do. It's, that's, that's way cooler. That's way cooler. <laughs> no, I like the Uggs theory. You're definitely wearing Uggs. I mean, it's, it's a game of furry pom poms on. Yeah, 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 you know, they, they've rolled over the top so you can see all the fur. They're pink. It's pink fur. <laughs> Stylish. Yeah. This special pink marmoset from Gabonian myth. Let's get a quick count on these were rats. There's two on the front, two on the back, one dangling. Tram's moving. Closer. Claudia. Alright, um. The ground is also on fire. Uh, yeah, I'm t- totally going to move out of that. Um, <laughs> on, on top of the front. Um, yes. So, right. I'm going to move to the were-rats that are farther away from Aelin and Krunk. And make attacks. But okay. If they, like, they're close enough that I could take like a five-foot step. Yes, I think that that's fair. You can right. take a five-foot step and take a full round of attacks. 
Alright, uh, one on each of them. Uh, 23 to hit, and 23 to hit. Oh, uh, yes. Those are both going to do it. Alright, first one takes uh, 19, 6 of which is holy. The second one takes 16, 4 of which is holy. If that matters. I'll stop saying it if it doesn't. No, it does. Because they have damage reduction as wear rats. You do, like, a spin move with the mace, and, like, it looks like you're going to go for the dude's legs, and you, like, spin the mace back up and just clunk him right down on top of the head. And then just swing an arc and clunk the other one on the top of the dome. And these guys are both, like, severely bloodied in the in the cranial, cranial region. Um, <laughs> but they are not. Neither of them are down. They are angry. And Got him. Vermin, Crunk, Crunkolio, you awaken as a fully formed were-rat. Yes. I'm going to say that you don't shred your armor or gear. Your wear rest. For the sake of convenience. Yes. I mean, if anything, you'd get smaller. Right. <laughs> um, maybe it's just, like, enveloped in your fur to the point where you can't, like, see it because you're, like, a fucking weird, freakishly hairy wear rat. Yeah. It's like a Sailor Moon transformation. You know, all the gear transforms yeah. with them. Yeah. So you got a whole new outfit. Any sort of calorie. <laughs> I got sweet wear rat armor now. Yeah. You gotta have like a whole like magical uh, musical sequence with shining lights. Yeah, you like dance. Got little rat head shaped epaulets. You spin your baton around you. Yeah. <laughs> spin on one toe. Yeah. Oh jeez. Oh. You gotta so, have like a catchphrase though yeah. that you say every time. You know? Yeah, so you finished pirouetting and the eye catch happens and you're now in your wear rat form. <laughs> a flash of light <laughs> sparkles yeah. in the corner. <laughs> and you're now a wear rat. And you're really like filled with rage and menace. The carts are now moving slightly closer. Okay. There are two wear rats on either side of Suzanne. And there are two wear rats in front of Eric, and you are kind of between Eric and Suzanne. Okay. Ellen and Clark. Alright, now what So here, here's the real how question. My, how my have my abilities changed at this point in terms of stats in wear rat mode? Do I have um, more dexterity? You have more dexterity, you have more constitution, you get a improved armor class, you get damage reduction, you gain a bite attack, you also gain poison with your bite attack. And you also get were-rat intelligence, which is going to gain, give you bonuses when doing particular things that are yet to be foreseen. Um, okay, doing were-rat stuff. Right. So at this point, <laughs> Rob, though, in your full were-rat form, you don't really have control. So yes. if you want to make a choice right now, make a will save. Okay. Otherwise, you're going to go on autopilot. All right, I get a 12. Okay. You lunge at the two were-rats on either side of Aelin. Make a pair of attacks. Or excuse me, make three attacks. Two scimitars <laughs> and a bite attack. Yeah. Alright, I got two sixes and an eight. Wall add. Uh, what are your regular bonuses? Um ten. So it's six two sixteens and an eighteen. Okay. Plus your wear rat uh, modifiers. Plus six to dex. Those are gonna hit. <laughs> Plus six to dex is what is that's my That's attack. what you get when you turn into a full wear rat according to the game rules, yeah. Now how much of that in do I already have as yeah, two points? So you've gone up by. Pulling that out here. So yeah. No, that's a real thing. That's a real. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I'm pretty so sure. Right now, I don't know if that's the actual number. For my regular. Right. Plus okay. whatever, other, whatever miscellaneous. So yeah, I got a hard. 17 and a 9. Real good. Right. Those hit. So. All right. You um, roll the nat 20 on your bluff check. <laughs> so what do I roll? What, what do I roll damage for bite? You're going to roll 2d6. Plus for bite? Okay. And Rob, high or low good for you on these attacks? Um, high. Okay, do sneak attack damage against these guys. They don't realize that you're not one of them as you're a were-rat. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is... is... Alright. If you want to just make up a number like, I do 50 points of damage to the one and 60 points to the other. I like seeing what happens. I want to roll a dice game. Yeah. (laughs) Shut up. Alright. You're the worst GM ever. How could you? You cheater! Follow the rules, Cave. It's a game about rules, not about imagination and fun. <laughs> Alright, I did... I did 33 with the flame scimitar to one of them. Oh, okay, that... You cut off one of them's head. Alright. Decapitated. I'm doing... Alright, it's plus 6 for the bite. Yeah, that's what I figured. 
But they, I think, I'm not sure if he gains hit dice either. It doesn't say. Dude, fucking werebear. Yeah, werebears are crazy. Plus 16 strength. Crazy. Plus 2 dex. Plus 8 con. Yeah, I think oh. I was trying to get Brian to let me turn into a werebear eventually. I had 31 with the fight. Good. Okay. <laughs> so you run up on these, this guy. Yeah, I stood at the other, the other side oh, of time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, that's another 31. Okay, so you rip them limb from limb. <laughs> They're shredded. You, you run up on the one and just cut his head off in one quick swipe with your right hand. The other one, you like bite his shoulder and neck, and then just like cut his lower half off, and you're just like shaking him as blood is like spraying all over the tram and you guys, and there's just a fucking smear of blood on this end of the cart. And, and alien, so you putting are, out the fire. Can I can blood. I roll to like not get covered with blood and like evade blood splatter? Yeah, make a reflex save to avoid splatter. Roll to do oh, reactive yeah. press digitation. Yeah, you avoid splatter like a champ. <laughs> I don't want to be yeah, dirty. No axe body spray for deal. Yeah. The original. <laughs> whip, my, whip my hair. That's dark. You know, some days I think about the fact that like ancient people used to just like put grease in their hair. So Rob, you eviscerate two wear rats. Aelin. So I evade all blood, whip my hair, and um, are there any rats left? Yes, there are two rats in front of Eric on the back end of the tram. And there are also quite a lot of rats on the rat bus, which is getting closer and closer every round. I think there's still one climbing up. Right. There's one climbing up on the back. And there's also what looks like three or four going to jump onto the back this next round because the rope that they're on is moving them closer to you faster. But their rope is attached to their tram, right? Right. Which is also moving closer. So the whole, more rats. Shoot, the whole bus of rats. Can I shoot a fireball at the connector of their tram to the to the rope? Yes. Or the thingy? Yes. Okay. Yes, you can. So I just roll damage, right? Um, higher little bit for you. Hi. Yep. Uh, we're going to continue with that rule. Good. For now. So I'm going to shoot the <laughs> this connector is how we, thingy. This is how we play this game, I guess. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, that's fine. 20 damage to the connector. So... Aelin, as you shoot this fireball at this aerial tram, the, the last of the rats which are on top of their tram are clambering onto the rope and out of the tram itself, and the fireball hits dead center of the mechanism that's holding the aerial tram up, and the rope snaps, and the whole tram starts falling. Like these four wear rats that are closest to you get reflex saved to jump to your tram. One of them... One of them's gonna make it, but the rat, all three, and the rat, whole rat bus begins falling down into the snow. Uh, you can hear the squeak, squeak, and scream of of, the, of a big <laughs> rat ball falling to its doom. <laughs> rat king. Yeah, the rat king falls to its doom. Ugh, that's terrifying. <laughs> I think I'm out of third level. Um, I'm out of third level spells. So that's worth And it. as this tram <laughs> falls, you guys feel your tram lurch. And, cut the ropes. and it all and it shakes, and the two wear rats. But they said it should be okay, right? No, they didn't say either way. No. Oh, what did you you beep beep? What's his he name? He didn't respond. Oops. <laughs> and I thought the we two, got a response on that. The two wear rats on the back are like, "Oh God!" And they grab onto the sides of the tram, preparing for the next round when it falls. falls. Um, Shit! Sorry, guys. I'm, I think I thought, I thought it was Claudio, you have one last turn before this tram's going to plummet towards the ground. Um, Make a perception check. Okay. Uh, Twelve. There's a rope on the back of your tram that's still connected to a bunch of mine carts which are moving up the mountain. And some of them are filled with things like hay and grain and rice and some of them are filled with tools and ore and shit. So some of them might have snipe saw squishy landings if you jump into it. Some of them might kill you. Might get impaled on a pickaxe. Right. But there's a bunch of mine carts below you as you're like, oh god, what are we gonna do? And like are looking for some like how far place away. There the Are there like posts? Yes. So yeah. are we near any like no mass? No. This is this thing is suspended by magic, and there's like huge hanging ballasts of marble that is suspended by arcane 
okay. power sigils or something. And okay. they are all off far away. But the minecarts are like 30 feet below you guys, moving up its own path, which is pulled by a separate track. Okay. Going up the map. You can try to jump into the snow. You can try to like hold on and ride the cart down. You could think of something I haven't. I got a good jump check. I could aim that right. jump at let, a. Let me simplify this a bit more. Hay bale. Aelin did the thing to set off the final thing for this combat. Make a jump check to jump into the mine carts to try to land into like some hay instead of a pickaxe and don't die. 29. Okay, you jump great. Aelin, also make a jump check to try to jump into these mine carts. Okay. <laughs> Do I add anything to that? Um, your strength. Yeah, your strength. So 14, I don't add anything. Okay, Aileen, you go to jump into this spine cart and you, your foot like slips off of the back edge and Claudio grabs the, your belt and swings down this rope <laughs> in a very heroic fashion. Like, you know, I want to say Spider-Man, but, you know, Spider-Man probably would carry you like very sexily in his arms yeah. and this is not very sexy to descent. <laughs> it's very clumsy to set, but you guys make it work. Um, as long as I don't die, that's fine. Thanks, Claudio. Um, no Crumb. <laughs> Crumb, make a wisdom check real quick. All right. Bad. What'd you get? <laughs> save. Five. Okay. So you want me to do will save? Eight. <laughs> you, you failed both of those. Yeah. Those are both bad. Yeah. Um, you do not recognize what's going on with these lurchings. You, right, you, you, you is crunk. Recognize what's going on with these lurchings of this cart, but Vermin does not. And Vermin's bloodlust drives him to attack the werewolves. Make some attack rolls. Alright. Should I make three? Sure. Alright. Alright. 14. 14 misses. 20. 20 hits. And 26. 26 hits. Alright. So, in your final round, as this cart begins plummeting towards the earth, you vindictively spend your time ripping apart these were-rats um, instead of saving yourself, and you fall <laughs> into the snow and blizzard below, out of sight as you two land in the mine cart and begin heading up the mountain.